Super Fun here, episode 33. Uh, we've been on a roll. We've been kind of... Yeah. Quarantine has really done well for this podcast. We have nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. And we're still not doing it weekly. But... No. <laughs> we're doing it, like, pretty bi-weekly, though. Yeah, no, I, this is better than we've ever done. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. <laughs> you know what? We're the real heroes during this pandemic. Why is no one clapping for us? I know. Uh, where are the blue angels flying overhead for me? I don't want that. Well, in my I just, I hate it because I'm, well, I just, I hate everybody because it's just like, because that's helping how? The amount of money you spend on that. I know. Why don't we put that money towards giving people unemployment or helping people get tested? No, Parker. No. Not what the money is for. You need to see blue angels. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Wonder Woman because we love Wonder Woman. So, this is the DC movie that I was looking forward to rewatching again. Yes. Because it's it's a good movie in general. Yeah. And it's the best DC movie out of this DC year. Oh, 100%. But it's also a good movie. And that's the thing. We're not judging this movie on a scale of the DC EU. Yeah. Movies, um, we will at the end, and I think we're pretty. Sh- I'm pretty confident what all, both of our number one is going to be. <laughs> um, but this is just, this is just such a good movie and such a, such a long time waiting. Yeah. For a, a Wonder Woman movie, a female led movie right. that yep. has you know because like before this, they were talking about Black Widow for a while. You know, like there was always talk right. about a black widow. The biggest mm-hmm. uh, right. female superhero star in the MCU. Oh, right, exactly. And they were talking about. I mean, since I think was it 2012 when Avengers came out. Sure. I think so. I think it was 2012 because 2008 was Iron Man, and then they they did like two a year almost. Right. So I think 2012 was. Um, Avengers and like everyone talked about her in you know when she showed up in Iron Man 2 and things like that but it was the Avengers where they're just like wow mm-hmm. you know, this is a good character right and I feel like she really shined in um Winter Soldier yes definitely like she, she was basically co-lead yeah in that movie and I felt like you know from like Avengers and Winter Soldier on they were talking all the time about Black Widow was our best chance for our first in the modern era because it's been female-led superhero movies, but really in the just throughout time, like you have to think Supergirl in the eighties. Oh yeah, um, I mean, I, I guess I have to think, but I don't. <laughs> right? No, no. But there's a better movies. Thing. I mean, people also Tank Girl was considered mm-hmm. a comic movie, not a superhero movie per se, but it was based yeah. on comic. So it was based on a comic movie. So they had these random ones mm-hmm. that were just very every now and then. So when Black Widow came about, people were just like, oh my gosh, this it's is happening. Be, yeah, it's happening. And then they it didn't happen. They right. just kept doing other movies because they had other plans. But and now then, it is happening. Right. But like the whole thing, it was just, she, everyone talked about her being the first one. She was going to be the first real one. And then the DC finally beat Marvel to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly... Yeah, I was just going to say that. When it came to their main 
superheroes. Like when you think about, so each major comic label, Marvel and DC, they both, they both have what they call their trinity. Um, they're Iron Man, Captain America, um, Thor. Mm-hmm. And then Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Right. So um, they always, everyone always said that DC could, should do a Wonder Woman movie. Wonder Woman has, oh, they were talking about a Wonder Woman movie for years, even before they started the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman was always kind of popping around because she was the most popular. Right. Like Black Widow's not popular. She is now. Right. She wasn't really popular. Um, Wonder Woman was always considered the most popular female superhero. In the yeah. Movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. To make a movie of. Yeah. A, a solo movie. Because yeah. people also think, would argue, one of the biggest superhero, female superheroes in the Marvel Universe is, if you think of X-Men, is Jean Grey. Yeah. You know, but she was always part of a team. Right. Wonder Woman was someone they could do a solo superhero movie. And they tried. I mean, they, were, they always tried for a lot of years. And um, I think the, the biggest, I think the last time they tried a big Wonder Woman thing was the, um, it was the TV show on NBC. They did a pilot. Um, Adrian Palicki? Palicki. Yeah, she was. Palicki. Wait, she, no. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Black uh, Mockingbird. Yeah. And, um, Bobby in yeah. Agent Shield. So she was cast as Wonder Woman in this Wonder Woman TV pilot by David E. David e. Kelly, who okay. I think did Ally McBeal and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be like, she was supposed to be like a lawyer. <laughs> they really stick to that. But yeah. like, she was a lawyer and a superhero. You gotta find, find your, your formula and you stick to it. Yeah, exactly. And so um, they did a pilot for that, um, but no one ever really, no one ever saw the pilot. It was never on TV or anything like that. And they saw the pilot and they said no. Um, to it, but that was the closest. I really enjoy her, but I can't see her because it sounds to me like the kind of Wonder Woman that they were going for was like, I guess, an Allie McBeal type person. It was also a TV Wonder Woman. They weren't, they were doing it a little. That's true, yeah. A little, you know, in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, um, procedurals were all the rage. And so I think they were also trying to kind of make it maybe something like that too, like doing hero of the week, I mean, villain of the week type thing, but also she's doing courtroom stuff and she's sassy. <laughs> Lawyer. I mean, it just, I, I, I just yeah. picturing David Kelly. Right. You're thinking an Ally Beal type yeah. situation. Um, I also think he did the practice. He really likes lawyers. He loves lawyers. Loves lawyers. So, um, but then that never went anywhere. And then there were talks about in the mid 2000s, there was supposed to be that um, Justice League movie that we talked about um, when we talked about Batman right. and Superman with um, Army Hammer as um, Batman. Um, I forgot who was going to be Superman. Um, I think Justin, oh, not Justin Long. No, um, oh, I have Justin Long in my brain for some reason. Um, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, he was, I never saw the OC, but he was the nerd in OC. Oh, Adam Brody? Adam Brody, I think, was supposed to be Barry Allen. Um, okay. Yeah, as the Flash in that movie. Yeah. Like, it was a good cast. And then this person named, oh, I didn't write it down. Her name was, Me- I want to say Megan Gale. Okay. Was supposed to be Wonder Woman. 
And they even had, like, recently they've actually released test pictures of her as... Megan Gale? I think it's Megan Gale. I don't know why I didn't write it down. Megan Gale? No. Gailey? Maybe. But you see her in the Wonder Woman outfit? No. Uh, type in type in Justice League Mortal. That was the name of the movie, Justice League Mortal. And I think it was supposed to be George Miller was supposed to direct it. Yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah, see? Of, Fury Road was so good last night. I know, see? That was like, you're on you're a George Miller thing. So I think it's... I, am I right? I don't... Yeah, Megan Gale, but when I looked her up, it didn't come up with anything. No, because I don't know anything else she's she did. I, model, actress, I think, but I don't know what else she acted in. That's the whole thing. So I didn't know who she was, but... I mean, I guess she looks okay. Yeah, I don't... She looked very Amber, Amber Heard to me. Yeah. She's yeah. got that... She's got a bitch face. Yes. Ugh, not to be... I know. I, not to be mean, I can say but, it. <laughs> yeah, but Amber Heard like has this weird look to her a little bit, and I feel like Megan Gale had that kind. It's like a mean girl face. Yeah, exactly, and and also a model face in a weird like way, like puff, um, pouty lips, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, all that to say, she not was not as playful as you like them. No, I like not. I hate you. Anyway, so I really, um, so she was supposed to be Wonder Woman, and that was the next, that was the most recent um, time of it not happening. And then all of a sudden, she appeared in Batman v Superman, and I don't remember hearing that she was going to be in Batman v Superman. I don't even think they brought her up at the I don't time. remember. When well, they so brought up was that she in the trailer? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember. I just... But we knew that she was Wonder Woman, right? They had already cast her for the movie? Maybe. Yes, I think they did, but I think we thought it was just going to be like a quick cameo. Like, I didn't think she was going to be such a big part of the fight. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought it was just supposed to be like a quick thing. Mm-hmm. Um, type thing. And I had no idea who she was, um, Gal Gadot. Right. Like, I, I... He had not, I don't think, really done anything. Well, wasn't she in the Fast and the Furious before that? If she was, I didn't see it. Well, that's the thing. So I only saw the first two of those. Me too. I, and I haven't seen any. I just know she was part of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know anything else about her. Um, but we were, you know, people, I mean, yeah, I don't remember her in the trailer. So I just don't remember even thinking about Wonder Woman in the movie mm-hmm. until she showed up. And then... I have to say, and I think we said this in Batman v Superman episode, that she was the best part of Batman v Superman. Like, oh, for she sure, 100%. Just was really great. And that's when they released that Wonder Woman theme music that's just very yeah. like drums with her fighting. And just she was what everyone talked about after the movie, besides how bad the movie was. Right. Um, she was the good part of what everyone talked about for Batman v Superman. So we were all really excited about the movie. Um, but you also have to remember, we were coming out of Suicide Squad. Yes. And so... I literally forgot that we just watched that movie. Yeah. So that's the thing. So we had Man of Steel, which most people liked. Then we had Batman v Superman, which a lot of people didn't like. Then we had Suicide Squad, which a lot of people didn't like. Right. 
And then we're like, okay, Wonder Woman. And we're just ever, I say we're just, but what I was thinking, I can't. Um, it will be. Yeah. But like what I was thinking was, I hope this is good. Um, they hired a female director, which kind of excited everyone, Patty Jenkins. Right. So that was really exciting because, first of all, not only did they hire a, a female director, they hired a good one. Right. You, you know, it just, it just, they could have found some no-named person as well who could have been just as good. But yeah. I just think they needed, if they needed to somehow get people, which is sad, they have to get people on board to a female directing. Right a superhero movie, which I just think is the most, if it's a female led superhero movie, the director should be a female. Right. 110%. And I think we see. Well, I mean, honestly, I, well, I don't know if I agree with that. I just think that it should, the idea of having a female director for anything should not be a surprising. Right. But I think if we were, I think it's just if we were going to have the first real female... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. And I also think, let's be honest, men don't really predict... Um, not predict. Oh, my God. Not... No. What, what am I thinking about? But I don't either. Um, but men don't really per- know how to portray women on screen well when they're directing women to do certain things. Oh, yeah. You know, those type of things. And, you know, men don't have a good interpretation of what an actual woman does and how an actual woman acts. Right. And I just think to have something done well, we needed a female director to really be able to, I don't know, there's some, what's great about Wonder Woman is not only is she a warrior badass, she's a woman. And she has those, but I don't know how a man, like there are things in the movie, let's be honest, there are things in the movie that I don't think a man could have directed her to portray Wonder Woman doing certain things. Right. Well, like it was just, there was, men don't really understand women and men don't have women act like actual, how an actual woman would act. So I just think, I'm going really down at men right now. But I'm just really like, I just think there were touches to the movie and how she acted that I don't think a man could have helped her or told her to do or directed her in an appropriate way. I just think that, um, like, what really struck me was, like, the only sort of, I guess, sexy scene Yeah, is Chris Pine. Right, exactly. But my whole thing but if if a guy had had directed that i kind of feel like there would have been at least one scene where she was because the thing is is like they don't wear a lot of clothes like the amazons don't they're very exposed there's a lot of skin but they don't it's not like a sexy thing it's like a strong thing but it's also not as much skin as they made the amazons wear in justice league and we'll talk about during the justice league episode but in justice league they made the Amazons, they made them sexy. They tried to make them sexier on camera. Like they did the whole. Oh, I don't remember. No, because I haven't you, seen it. You notice a lot of the women, yes, they're not wearing a lot of clothes, but it's not done in a quote unquote way that's supposed to objectify them. Right. The Amazons in the flashbacks in Justice League are very objectified. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I remember there was a big difference in the outfits and the way they looked and everything like that. Um, well, let's keep that in mind when we watch that. Yeah, but so that's the thing. They, the way they did the women, <laughs> look at oh, me. Oh, my. Well, let me just interrupt you while you're trying to talk about the women. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Continue with your thoughts. No, just go kidding. on. I have a thought. Yes, um, So, like, the scene where um, she, like, throws off her cloak and, like, comes out of the trench. Yep. Like, that could have been, like, if a guy had directed that, I feel like it would have been super sexual, but it wasn't. No, there was nothing sexual about it. It, it was, was like a super I mean, powerful moment. It was sexy in a powerful way. No, it just wasn't objectified sexy. Because I, I don't think we can't say it was certain things that she does isn't sexy. I think it wasn't done in a way that she's being objectified. What? I'm sorry. Every time you say the word sexy, it's so disturbing to me. And also, it's like, I, just, I don't know how to obviously, explain it. Obviously, though, this is also coming from a gay man who doesn't call women sexy. So like, <laughs> this doesn't fit well. That's why it just sounds super creepy. Well, because I'm talking about a woman being like, hey, she's sexy. <laughs> That's what men are supposed to say, right? I did it, Dad. I did it. Do you love me now? Um, <laughs> Dad. But, no, I just think... I, I think it wasn't done... She wasn't objectified in this movie. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that's the big part of what, what... That's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not, I was about to say, that's what I think you're trying to say, but I am not... <laughs> wow. Tell me again what I'm trying to say. No, I was like, that's what I think. But please, tell me what you're trying to say if I'm wrong. But is that what you mean? Like, she wasn't being objectified in some type of... Yeah, I think that that's, that's more what I meant. Yeah. Because I guess you're right, like... I mean, you could objectively look at what the Amazons are wearing and be like, oh, that's sexy. Right. But because of the way that it was done without right. them being objectified, it doesn't feel, I don't know. Yeah. No, I you're 100% right. It doesn't feel, I agree. Like, I just, I don't, nobody came out of that movie. I'm sure some disgusting person <laughs> did. Boner. But like, I mean, based on what people were like, reviews and stuff, no one said, oh, the Amazons weren't dressed, you know, were, I don't know. They just, there yeah. wasn't anything that objectified Right. You know what? I felt like it was different in Justice League. Okay. So, that, so that's my whole thing. So I just I don't I remember like, that specifically, but I could have just I could have just been focusing on a lot of other things. Other things, League. exactly, exactly. And but I just I want you to keep that in mind because when then you think about well, Justice League was directed by a man, right? And then this being directed by a woman. Okay. So it, it's I'll just, keep that in mind, Parker. Thank you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> But yeah, no, so, yeah, so I think, I think having Patty, Patty Jenkins was great. And I think she added a lot of really good touches to the movie. Um, and also she's a great director anyway. Too, right. And I think that was a good, um, that was a good move. So they, so DC comes out with this and people go in being like, oh, I don't know how this is going to, people are nervous because... The last two ones were shit. Everything else has sucked, yeah. Yeah, and so they're just like, how's this going to be? And I mean, I think people, 
I think it's a great movie. I love the movie. It's not a perfect movie. Um, especially when we talk about the third act, I think is the, the least. Yeah. The, the weakest part of the movie is like the final boss fight scene. I think, um, because it just takes, I think the tone of the movie and completely changes what it was. Uh Um, but I think like, that's the weakest part of the movie. And I think that, but people came being like, this is the best movie. This is even, I mean, I was a, DC apologist for the other movies the first time I saw each one and I came out being like oh my god this is yeah. great like and I still think that consistently every time I see this movie well, and I think a lot of it has to do I think with the casting mm-hmm. um because like Gal Gadot first of all is gorgeous yes and she's tall and she's strong looking yep um and I think that the direction that they chose to go with the character of her being like kind of an innocent I guess a little bit where like she, yeah. she well and because she wasn't like the rest of the Amazons right and she didn't have the experience that they had or the knowledge that they but had also they were never children right exactly and that's the thing they were made adults right she was the first child yeah I'm Thera Thera I know it I just know I'm gonna mispronounce it and I just don't want you to yell at me I want to say Themyscira. Yeah. Themyscira? Do they pronounce the C? I don't remember. The Amazon Island. Um, (laughs) But but, then, um, so like, so she was really great. Obviously, I really loved, um, I really loved uh, Robin Wright as as Antiope. She was really good. Um, But then also you have Chris Pine, who... Mm -hmm is, like, my number one Chris. Right. Um, and I don't know. I just thought he was, like, really great. He was. He was. He was. The whole cast. Yeah. Every, 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 there's no casting, I would say, was wrong. Right. Everybody did a great job in the cast. I think they, they did a nice job playing with the innocence of, of Diana, never been, being off the island before, not knowing of real war of anything like that, of never knowing of death, um, you know, and actually coming as a child and still being a child when she was older. Right. Because she didn't have any real life experiences. Yeah, because she was sheltered. Right. And she did a great job with that mix of that innocence, but then also that warrior mindset. Right. It, like, it wasn't just like, oh, she's... I don't know. I don't think she did anything where it was too much of a warrior... Or too much of being naive. I think it was. Yeah, a, it went, she just played it really well. Yeah, I agree. and um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love when they go to London and she's just like, I don't know. She's like, at one point, she I think she puts her hands on her hips and like you can see her legs, and and he's like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. and I just thought it was really funny. Like, I liked it when she was walking out of the. Yeah, with the sword. With the sword and the shield. She yeah. had the outfit on. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> it was just, it, it, it was great. And I just, I think we're going to talk about a lot of really good stuff about this movie because it just, it was a jo- it's a joyful, fun, good movie, but also emotional at times and like really like meaningful. Right. At times. And I just think, I, I think it was 
Really good. Um, a couple of things. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere with that, and then you were just like, really good. <laughs> really good. Um, so a couple of notes stuff that I have, if you're okay, I go through some of my notes. No, Parker. Okay, what would you like to do? <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm my you just notes, had I, my permission to do everything on this I episode. did say the Amazon outfits. I did make a point of doing that because they're very different than the Justice League ones, and they're better in these ones. Um, one thing that I do at the beginning of the movie, the back, um, Bruce Wayne giving her the picture. Yeah. In that note, that was, I really liked that moment because that was a very Bruce Wayne type thing. And well, and I it think, also links the movie to yes. the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it linked the movie because the movie starts in the after right. Dawn of Justice and then goes into the past and then ends after yeah. Dawn of Justice. But yeah, it links it. That, that whole stuff, I think I was looking more at it was just what I expect Bruce Wayne in general to do. And Bruce Wayne always had some, again, Bruce Wayne in the comics and cartoons and everything, Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, and Diana Prince were always basically, even though they fought, they were the Trinity. They were the people that held right. Justice League. Well, in the yeah, I think it's, it's an important point, especially setting up Justice League. Right. And like, right. because they, they are like friends in that movie. Uh-huh. And, when you think about, so you used to watch um, the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. Batman and Wonder Woman, the Justice League cartoon, when they got the Justice League Unlimited, flirted a bunch. And they kissed, I think, a couple of times. And they liked each other. And it was just, they had this admiration for each other. And even, and it just, so they've always had, like, either if there's some sexual tension or some friendship or whatever it is between ba- Batman and Wonder Woman, they were always friends. And I think that beginning of that really shows that. And I really, sorry, it's my notifications about news. News, the world's going to shit. I need to know about news. Um, but I just thought it was a, just a nice little quick piece that just showed the relationship between the two. Definitely. You know, and the, the, the admiration, of- like, not the admiration, I must say the respect they ha- he has for her by saying he found the picture, let me give it to her. Right. Well, yeah. and it could, because when we were talking um, during Dawn of Justice um, about how, you know, at the end when Superman dies and then you're like, we, you, I think, brought up the point of like, there was no established friendship. Mm-hmm. So like, Exactly. At the end, when Bruce and Diana are attending the funeral and sad and everything, it's like, why? They didn't have, like, a personal connection with him, really. Right. And so this, I think, is, they did a better job of establishing, I guess, for Justice League, a relationship between Why Diana she and would, well, also, honestly, their friendship actually made more sense at the end of Batman versus Superman 2 as well because they... <laughs> what? Batman versus Superman 2 and I was like yeah. that was the second one. But um, I think their friendship because they bonded after he died. Right. You know and so I and then that's when he talks about there's a war coming we need to get people together and stuff and so this was a nice continuation of that. So their friendship I kind of understood more than everyone be them being sad about Clark. Right. You no, know, because they never established there. So this was a nice little touch for that. So I agree. So I like that. Um, it was funny that, so now this is our first real DC's first take of the gods. 
of Zeus and all that stuff. And so how it was nice to kind of compare and contrast how DC explains the gods and sticks to the old Greek gods. Mm-hmm. And then the gods that Marvel talks about when they talk about the um, Odin and the Norse gods and all that stuff, they're almost saying that they're just like aliens right? from another type of planet. Dimension, not actually. Not actually gods. Yeah. While DC says, no, these are actual gods. Right. So it was just kind of well, nice. Because Marvel, see. like you've pointed out a million times, is science, science-based. Science-based, while, yeah. And then... Um, unlike, unlike the United States government. <laughs> the biggest thing that I I got about the gods from this movie though was that um, you're frozen in such an awkward position. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Well, you were you were. So st- I could see on my other computer. I was all like, <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, do I just keep talking? I have a lot to say. And then I could, like, see your face on my other computer. That was awesome. Um, I think I I worry about my MacBook Air. It's eight years old. Well, I mean, you've had it for a while. I have. No, that's good. Yeah, mine's only uh, two, three years almost. I thought you said two weeks. I was like, what? Yeah, I just go, like, I've been on a buying. Oh, my God, I bought another movie for $5. What was that? Uh, Kick-Ass. Nice. And, well, they had all these great $5 movies. I know. Well, I was like, I can't... Oh, I was reading tweets about Fury Road. I follow this one woman who does, like, um, uh, film... She's, like, part of film Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, she posted this thing about Tom Hardy. And I was like, God, I want to watch Fury Road. And I looked it up. I was like, four ninety nine. Hell yeah! I'm glad you told me because I wanted to rent Fury Road. Yeah. Because I'm listening to a podcast and they're going to review it. Yeah. And so I, they're doing a George Miller series. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the original Mad Max. I watched the second one. And now they're doing Happy Feet and then they're going to go to Fury Road. Well, they're doing just, they, it's called Blank Check. Wait, George Miller did Happy Feet? Yeah, one and two. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's why they're trying to compare and contrast. <laughs> and then after <laughs> Happy Feet 2 is going to be Fury Road. Okay. But I, so I wanted to rent it to listen to the podcast. And then you said it was five bucks. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to just buy it. That's and then I just clear. went, I bought six movies so far. Wow. Which is so many good ones. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, what were we talking about? Um, well, we were talking about the God's DC explanation right. of God Marvel. So my next note is so funny. So now we get to where, so we hear about Wonder Woman in her universe and, and the Amazons and, um, and it was right, be, right when Steve Trevor crashes his plane into the island mm-hmm. and the, um, the people are kind of... Go ahead, Parker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am popular. Um, and people were, um, the German soldiers were sticking their hand in the force yeah. field because of the fog and stuff. And I just kept, I wrote, God, Zeus as a god could have hid this island better if he really wanted it to be far away. Well, because technically you could see through the fog once you got yeah. enough to it. And I'm sorry, he could, he's a god. He could have set it up that if you put your hand in it, you burn up. What the but that's fuck? very true. I just, yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, what the fuck? Well, because I think the point was, and I think Diana's point was, 
that they were supposed to be there to fight Ares if needed. Right. So they weren't supposed to be like cut technically cut off from the world completely. They just ended up cutting themselves off completely. Right. I mean, and Zeus did want to hide them a little bit. Oh, he wanted to hide them, but not like they're not supposed to be. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I agree. But um, yeah, so I just, I thought that, but then, so then when we go into that first real Amazon fight scene, it was phenomenal. The beach scene is great. Yeah, it was just, it was such a great, it just, I think they, anyone who knows anything about the comics, the cartoons, things like that, know just how they describe the Amazons as just these great warriors. And I think they did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. about them working together, right? fighting together, I mean, how they, what they were able to do with just um, rope and arrows and yeah. swords and things like that and killed most of the people. It, it was her look, a Wonder Woman's look, when she first saw the first bullet, not yeah. knowing what a gun or a bullet was, right. was so great. It just, yeah, so that fight scene, that beach scene was awesome. My only thing is that, I was going to say that I don't think that the CGI holds up okay. like for the slow motion of them, like flipping off the horses <laughs> that made it sound like they were giving the horses the bird, but oh, I meant like it looks computer. It, it looks like video gaming. Yes. But I, I think I remember thinking that in the theater. Uh, so they still, even now- this movie, this movie came out in 2006. 17? No, that can't be right. Yeah, that was yeah. three years ago. Yeah. No, but I mean, if, yeah, but it came out in 2017. Like, there's no reason why those graphics, like, no. it, it, it should have been better. I, I want to agree, but there are movies now, even Marvel movies now, that still have video game looking like parts when they're doing certain things. I don't know. I to me, it just felt super distracting. No, and it's very obvious. But yeah. stole a lot of movies even now. I, there's, I, I wish I, wish I looked it up. But there's, there's a, a recent movie from I think like 2019, 2020. That's a high level movie that looks video gamey when they're fighting. It just, it's so it's a thing that happens. It's you know because it's what you ex- it was the graphics that you expect in um, a CW. So I expect when Flash and Supergirl are doing some weird big fight thing that maybe it looks a little more video gaming because they don't right. have the money right. that they have. But I just think DC, because Justice League has a lot of that too. Yeah. I so think. it's just, I just, I don't know if, I wonder where they put the, that's my thing. I don't trust DC, the people who are in charge of the DC. I don't trust Zack Snyder with what he put his money, the money towards. Right. So what did they spend the money on instead of spending it on the graphics? You know, but it's why so I agree. Yeah. No, I definitely, I, I do agree and I do see. Um, one thing that I thought was also great though was their version of the lasso of truth. Yeah. And how they just, it wasn't just, it's on you and you tell the truth. Right. You try to lie and it's painful. Right. And really good. Because like a lot of times in like the cartoons and stuff and in the comics, you don't really know, but it's almost like it's on somebody and they just have to tell the truth. Like they can't shut up. <laughs> right. While he's trying to lie, 
Yeah. And I think they also kind of interpret it differently in Justice League. I keep talking shit about Justice League. We're not even there yet. Yeah. But, like, remember when Aquaman is all of a sudden saying this stupid stuff and it's because he was leaning accidentally on the lasso right. of truth? Well, why is he just... They set up the lasso of truth right. as just being something where, no, it doesn't just make you... You just have to tell the truth. It doesn't make you have this stream of consciousness. <laughs> right. You're just spouting exactly. out everything that you say. You're trying to just talk normally and it's painful. Right. So it just... It's like... No, we'll talk about it in Justice League. I want to be like, it's like whoever made Justice League didn't watch Wonder Woman. Okay. When it came to certain parts. Well, I mean, I, so here's my thing. Like, when they use the Lasso of Truth on Steve Trevor, he's like, well, because he uses it again, and he's yeah. not trying to lie, but it still kind of, like, hurts. It just, it's not, it, it didn't cause anybody to have some stream of consciousness. Where I think just it, it kind of does when you just give into it. Right. A little bit, but okay. We don't have to I don't know. I just, but we'll yell at that, about that during the next one. I mean, um, I'm not going to stop you from bitching about Justice League, so. Right. I also have another note that just says everything she does as Wonder Woman is great. Like, I love after she steals the outfit to go with Steve Trevor when she steals the Wonder Woman outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, she goes to just go to him and she just puts her leg out and stands yeah. this like really <laughs> powerful pose. Yeah. Just like, why do that? And it was so great. Yeah. Because that's just her instinct. I just thought it was just great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure how many more notes you have. I have a, a bunch. <laughs> but okay. what, else do you have? what else do you have? Well, I just basically, um, I guess my note is about Steve Trevor and how. Yeah. Let's talk about him. We, I think, I think everyone knows we loved Wonder Woman. The Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. She did a great job. Right. Um, let's let's talk about some of the other characters. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Steve Trevor, I think is a great character. I, I mean, he's I, honestly at some point I was like. Is Steve Trevor basically just Captain Kirk? Um, <laughs> but obviously, you get notes of that because he played the same character. But right. um, I, I think what I was, like, really struck by is, like, he doesn't really fight too hard the fact that he doesn't really have to... Like, he has to take care of her in London because she's not used to civilization... I don't want to say civilization, but, like london society or whatever but like when they are like out like he doesn't have to physically protect her and he doesn't really fight against that too hard and he tells the other guys right no she's got this yeah like he stands up for her as a woman being like no she's got it we're good right because when they they, a little bit when they were in the alley right like that's where he like tries to protect her and then she ends up protecting him and then from that point on he was just like well okay (laughs) <laughs> you know, so that scene when she puts her arm in front of him and the bullet bounces off. Yeah. That's that was in honor of the um original Superman movie cuz Clark Kent does that to Lois Lane. He has a bracelet? No, his body's made of steel. <laughs> <laughs> and bullets bounce off that. So he, it was just, they're in an alleyway and he puts his arm in front of her. 
just like that to, you know, they did it to, they did it to pay homage okay. to it. So like a role reversal. Yeah, that exactly. That's why they did that. So, so it's an homage plus, plus homage plus a role reversal. Yep. But no, I think you're right. I think from that scene on, he stops trying to protect her when it comes to fighting. He does continually try to protect her when it comes to society. Right. And things like that. And, and like, modernization. Right. And stuff like that. And, I mean, he doesn't... He still argues with her about the right course of action. You know, whether they should try to go kill Ludendorff or whether they should try to just stop the the gas from being... Oh, they have moral arguments. But right. It's, but it's not him trying to protect her in a way that she can't fend for herself. And also, I think that this is where, like, having the female director comes in. Mm-hmm. If you had a male director, there would have been more, like, digs yes. from him at her about things. Or him rolling his eyes or feeling... Um, Marginalized? No, um... Demasculinized? Yes. I was like, when you're not What is masculine. the word I'm looking for? I would say demasculated. Demasculated. <laughs> I, I, I like how you said, I'm like, yeah, demasculated. Well, yeah, emasculated. No, honestly, that's 100% it. And I don't, they, there wasn't any of that. Right. And I, I think that that's really where the female director comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't have... Oh, my God. I... I just looked at my notes. I had a note that says, love that Steve quickly learns that he doesn't need to protect Diana. Right. I just, yeah, no, that was, yeah, no, that was, and that was that scene. Mm -hmm. Because where it is in my, the order of my notes, it was when he, she protects him in the alleyway. Right. Like, oh, let me have her do this. Right, exactly. And it just, it was very natural. It didn't feel forced or anything. And I just, um, I'm glad you agree with me. 100%. I I like that I put a note about it. Yeah. Um, Another note that I had when we're talking about Steve is he just, he, they did a great job just making him a respectful person. Um, The way he treats treats Etta. Mm -hmm. um, First of all, I fucking love her. Yes. Also, that's another way that I don't, I don't know if a male director would have handled her well. Yeah. Where she, knows her role in society as a woman in that time in London. Right. But she's also just like, she's enough. Capable. To just, capable. She's, she's yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. She's capable, but she's also has her own mind when she's just like, Ooh, I like her to Diana. Right. You know, and things like that. I just thought she was really great. I thought I wrote, she's great and smart. <laughs> Lucy Davis. Yeah. I just, I loved her. I, I loved her character. I loved what she did. For such a small role, right. she had a real... She kind of stuck with you. Yes. As a character, so I really like that. Um, I couldn't place her because she just looks so different, but... She looks um, very different. of the Dead and the British office. Yeah, right. Yeah. But she doesn't... Like, the way she has her hair up and and curly and stuff, she just... Yeah, she doesn't look the same. Um, I, so what did you think? So let's talk about, let's talk about the villain. Let's talk about, um, Ares, who was actually Sir Patrick, who was Ares. What did you think of him as 
the villain. I mean, I understood Ares as the villain, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I felt, I don't know. I, I, I did like the misdirect where they made us think that, um, what's his name? Ludendorff. Ludendorff was Ares because he had that, the gas that made him more powerful. But right. the way they had him do it, it made, I mean. Well, and he was militaristic and he was right. um, like antagonizing and he wanted the war to continue. Um, whereas um, Sir Patrick was like, you know, he was allegedly trying to broker a peace. And, right. But um, I think that, I mean, I think it's a deeper commentary on, you know, the the moral, I guess, argument between continuing to fight against something that's evil versus trying to establish peace, right? but still allowing, like, the other bad people to, like, right. technically stay in power. I just, I wish, I would... I didn't mind Sir Patrick being bad. I just, I don't know. I just didn't, when he became, when we found out that he was angry and he did that. I think it's one of those things where it's like, well, because I I can't remember exactly at the end, like what he says. I think he addresses the fact that, because my question is like, why would he let them go to the front? Right? Like, why would he support them, give them the money? Like, he could have just not done anything and they would have had to stay in London. Right. I mean, I'm sure Diana could have made her way over there, but like it wouldn't have been as easy as it was for them. Not right. that it's easy, but you know what I mean? Right. It would have been a lot harder. And yeah. I think he says something about it towards the end, but I can't remember exactly what his, what his excuse or explanation or whatever was for it. Right. Cause that was the part where I was just like, I didn't mind him being the villain, like turning out to be the villain. I think it's, you know, if you want to look deeper into it, it's like a commentary. That was my, I didn't really understand that part of it. Yeah. I just, I kind of felt like maybe the movie would have been better if Diana figured out Aries had nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. And it was just human nature. Yeah. You know, but I, but they needed a, it's a superhero movie. They needed a big superhero third act mm-hmm. where two superpowered beings fought each other. I mean, the more that I think about it, I think because, like, doesn't he try to get her to kind of join him? Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's why he kind of let it play out the way right. that it did, because he was assuming mm-hmm. that she would get to the front. She would see what humans had done to each that's other like and everything. I think he says that. Oh, okay. Did you okay. see what they've done? Did you see what they did? And then he pulls... Um, so now it all makes sense. So yeah, just ignore my, my previous... Um, Dr. Poison. And he goes, look at what she's done and she's just a person. Right. They're all bad like her. Yeah. Kill her and then we'll rule together or something like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you, no you're right. No, I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like the movie was actually had felt like it was deeper up until that point, until they made it comic booky. I just felt like the movie, like, even though it had comic book elements to it and stuff, I just felt like it felt like a slightly deeper movie than it ended. Okay. At the end. I just thought, like, up until, um, up until after No Man's Land, 
felt like the movie, like even the No Man's Land scene was just very deep and stuff. And then they go and they go into the village. The vi- well, after the village, even the party. Oh, the party yeah. and all that stuff. It just kind of felt like okay. It just kind of felt like well, no, this movie was going like trucking forward pretty well in like a more of a deeper type meaning and that it just kind of went comic right. booky. Mm-hmm. And I love comic booky and I just kind of felt like, well, it didn't track what the rest of the movie was. I feel like it's two separate movies. Okay. Which I blame DC because I don't think they edit things correctly. <laughs> and they don't give the directors, uh, I don't believe she fully edited the movie. Um, I, I think they don't give, I read that they don't give directors as much say in the edit for the DC movies. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I think okay. they, I think they gave Zack Snyder more edit power. Um, one thing I read, one, right, I know, I saw the wrong <laughs> One thing I read was Patty Jenkins had a fight for the No Man's Land scene. They were going to cut it. And I don't understand what? that. Yeah, they were going to cut it and she had a fight for it. They didn't want that scene in it. They didn't feel like it flowed. Where she walks across no man's land? Yeah. They wanted That's to get rid amazing. of it. That was like one of the best scenes in the whole movie. My, my favorite scene. The way, From that moment on, the way she stands up and like you said, she takes off her coat and she's in her Wonder Woman outfit and it's just, it's powerful. And then the way she just, yeah, it's, it's great. That That's the superhero moment for me. Right. Is, is that like, that's like the, almost like we think like Batman begins. That's the Wonder Woman begins. Well, like, and I think that, the, yeah, because that whole part is, is basically her saying, because her, her argument is she wants to go to the village to right. like, to help the villagers where Steve is like, no, we have to go get the gas and destroy it because that's going to save the most amount of people. Right. And I think that that kind of stands in contrast to like Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, where you have Superman who is fighting like having these fights that have huge consequences for the little people whereas wonder woman is trying to help the little person so i wrote that they actually made her the superman of the dceu she to me the way she acts like the comic book superman the the real the even the original Superman the hopefulness the, yeah the Superman in the DCEU didn't make you feel hopeful no it was like, dark she, yeah. even though his S stood for hope they it, like they I feel like they did with her in the movie universe what Superman was in the comic books and cartoons and everything Superman was always the person that they could look to and say he's the best of us. I think, even though they said in the DCEU movies that Superman is the best of us, Wonder Woman was the true best of them. Wonder Woman was the hope person. Wonder Woman was looking out for the little people. She's the, she's the, the Jesus of, I think, the DCEU, just like in the DC universe, they normally make Superman that, that version. That makes sense. So I really, so that was, that was my feeling with it. Like, I kind of felt that way. Um... That, yeah, that No Man Land scene is just phenomenal. Everything right. about it. Even just Steve, how he he changes his fighting style to help her when he goes, I'm going to do S.H.I.E.L.D. and remembers right. that. And it's just like, he just, he doesn't say, I know better. He says, no, she fights better like this. Let me do this because this will help us. Right. I just, I thought it was good. Yeah, so I, 
fucking love this movie. I was I was blown away when I read that she had a fight for the no man land scene. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie. I remember being in the theaters and just like like the obviously the Wonder Woman music and everything, but like it just felt really good to like see a superhero movie that's helmed by a woman and was actually like a really good movie, mm-hmm. especially since it was so much better than the rest of the movies in this. Right. To have it be the best. I mean, it's better than Man of Steel. Uh-huh. I like Man of Steel, but it's better. Oh than yeah. Man. But this is definitely a better movie. Right. And that's the whole thing. I think, I also think we like Man of Steel based on everything that we've seen. You know what? Well, I mean, I, I think Man of Steel is a decent movie. I think it's um, a decent movie, too. It's not my favorite movie, but I have more admiration for it. Yeah. Because, especially after after I saw all the other bad ones. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? I go in and be like, oh, good movie. Because it's a decent movie. Well, that's also, it's like Henry Cavill, so it's like, oh, yeah. you know, what am I going to do? But the whole thing, in the big story, I, but I didn't agree with their interpretation of Superman. That's true, yeah. And everything like that, but the, I had real... There was nothing about Wonder Woman herself that I had any complaints about. The biggest complaints I had was just the Ares fight at the end. Um, I did how Steve sacrificed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I also liked that they didn't have, like, she was upset, but they didn't have her fall apart. Right. Like, it was just, it was nice. It was just, you know, she was sad. She screamed. She was upset. She went, she went to his picture and touched it. But it wasn't just like, but she's like, okay, I have to move on. Right. You know, even just, even after her aunt died, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't fall apart. She still fought on. She was, you know, it just, right. it was just, it showed her true Amazonian nature, mm-hmm. which I think they kept true to that the entire movie. Right. Which I thought was good. And it was, and the whole thing is in the comics, you know, during, during like different reboots of Wonder Woman, the big thing is she was made, she was the one who said, no, I have to get off the island because I have to help you. Like right, and comics, knowing that she couldn't ever go back. Right. In the older comics, I think she was technically an ambassador. Oh. You know, um, from um, the Amazons. And, <laughs> the and, land and, of the Amazons. Because we can't say Theramiskira. Themyscira. Themyscira. Yeah, okay. See, together, we equal a whole person. And I like that. <laughs> Wonder twins. Um, oh, activate. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was a great movie. Um, so some other facts. that I, is, Was there anything else about the movie itself you want to say? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I like how we have less to say about a good one. I know. Like, I, I kind of feel bad. But, like, honestly, like, there's nothing really to complain about. I, when I was rewatching it, the only yeah. thing that I could think of was um, some of this, you know, CGI stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, another thing. So another, like, kind of tiny little CGI thing that annoyed me was um, I feel like this was the first time that I ever thought that though was in the village in Vald when she gets in the room that's such a great scene like Mm -hmm. I love that Um, it's such a great scene and it's only on this most recent rewatch where I was like eh some of the CGI but I think I was just being a bitch about it the CGI isn't good yeah but it's a great scene anyway right yeah and I feel like they tried to reenact that in Justice League when she saves the school children. Yeah. Little, oh, God, I gotta stop talking about Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, but no, I like, 
I like war movies. Yeah. So like this is a female-led superhero movie. In World War One. Yeah. yeah. A war a fucking World War One movie. And it's got a Hollywood Chris in it, and I'm like your favorite Hollywood Chris. My favorite Hollywood Chris. Yep. So um a couple of things that I also wrote down. So I read that the Amazons were the people, the uh, actresses who played the Amazons, they were trained by the people who trained the guys on the movie 300. Oh, okay. I thought that was just kind of cool that they took it seriously and they had the people who trained people to be warriors in such a serious move, Spartan warriors in 300, to be the warriors in this movie. And I think that's why they look so good and what they do and how they do it. Right. Um, so I wrote down um, two people that were su- supposed, who were on the top of the list besides Gal Gadot to be Wonder Woman in 2013. Mm-hmm. Because they had to cast Wonder Woman for Batman versus Superman. So they cast it between 2013 and 2014 because it didn't come out until 2016. So they had... Um, the actress who played Electra in the Daredevil TV show was supposed to be Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. It, you, are, you're talking about the Netflix TV? Yes. Okay. That's the only Daredevil TV show. I thought so, but you said TV, and I was like, uh. Netflix is TV. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so she was supposed to be Wonder Woman. She was on the top three list. I think she still has too mean of a face. She does. She has a mean face. I, I agree. She was a, but she was perfect for Electra. Oh, no. She was great. I loved her. I think she was great as Electra, but she does have that mean face. Um, and then um, Jamie Alexander, who played Sif. Yeah. No, so, I know who Jamie Alexander is. <laughs> I, I watch Blind Spot. Oh, I don't. Um, <laughs> she was supposed to be. Speaking of procedural. She was in talks of being Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which I could see. Yeah, no, I think she's great. I think she sometimes has a mean face, but, like, she could have pulled it off. And then they also went back to uh, Andrea Palicki. Yeah. To, to see if maybe, to test her to see if yeah. she wants to. Well, I thought she was so great as Mockingbird and as Bobby and S.H.I.E.L.D. that I'm glad she did that. Because I really, she was my favorite, one of my favorite characters in that season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, 100%. She like, I, th- I don't know if she would have been able to hold the whole movie, but she did such a great job in S.H.I.E.L.D. that I thought that was the better for her. So I think Gal Gadot was great. Do you also know? So I'm sure you've heard this. So Gal Gadot is um, from Israel. Yeah. <laughs> they made all the Amazonians sound like her. Yeah. And they had to learn her accent. Yeah. Because she couldn't do, they were trying to, I think they were trying to figure out what accent to use. Yeah. And they just decided to use hers, which I just thought was great. So everybody else, even if they all had the same accent and she was the only odd one out, she had, they all had to have her accent. I thought that was great. I just love the, her accent is great though in the movie too. Yeah. I know that's her normal speaking, but just the way she talks is great. So yeah, so it's a good movie. Um, so, so, so to rate it as a movie in general, not compared to all the DCEU movies, um, in my enjoyment of the movie and the type of movie it is, I would definitely give it an 8.8 out of 10. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. 
I kind of want. I want to. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to nitpick. Right. Well, I want to give it a nine, but just the whole last third of the movie, I don't like. Yeah. I don't enjoy, and so I was just. But I don't want to give it an eight point five. Feel like that's too low. Yeah. I want to go between. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do. It. I'll give it a nine too. It's just. It's a really good movie. Um. I finally bought it. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna Me just too. watch it now all the time, which is good. Um. So yeah. So that was Wonder Woman. The next movie is Justice League. But thankfully, um, we're going to wait until the 27th to watch it because I am not going to pay money to rent it when it's going to be on HBO Max. (laughs) Okay. If I don't have to pay $4 to watch it and it's already included in my HBO subscription, I'll just watch it. Yeah, I don't want to pay for it either. Right. So we'll just. I don't really want to watch it, but what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I think I vaguely remember a couple of things I enjoyed, so I'm hoping... Well, I love Ezra Miller, so... <sighs> but now he's problematic. Just because he beat that girl up? Yes! Violence against women isn't good, Allison. <laughs> she didn't do anything to him. He didn't really beat her up. She asked him to, uh, she asked him to do something. He choked her. Yeah. He choked her. Yeah, that's, that's not good. I don't know why I'm talking about it, because I don't even really know the specifics. I was like, he choked her out. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I saw he was God. You're an I Ezra Miller. Guy, but I, I love him. Really Trust me. Last weekend, I rewatched Perks of Being a Wallflower. <laughs> Fucking love him in that movie. And... <sighs> okay. Well, um, you end it. Oh, I have to end it? Yeah, isn't that how you do it? Isn't that yeah. how we do it? <laughs> how do I know? Um, <laughs> all right, so I have been Allison. And I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super Fun Here. Mm-hmm.